I'm that vegan who pushes people away to from veganism. I'm like, I'm pushing you away from being kind to animals. Okay. Yeah, it's like you Okay. <laughs> it's just it's crazy. We literally live in a different world. I've always been someone who loved fruits and vegetables. Like so that wasn't hard for me. I just loved eating. And I love tofu. And like I was like, oh my god, it's all about the seasonings. That's my secret <laughs> recipe for everything is sage and rosemary. Slaughterhouse workers have some of the highest rates of PTSD, suicides, substance abuse. I mean, you have to have a heart and feel bad for them. They are literally killing all day. Boy. <laughs> of course, I'm vegan for life. I would get a tattoo on my face that says vegan for life. <laughs>what the hell is up you guys today i have a very special guest justina adorno on the podcast justina adorno is a well-known actress you may know her from seven seconds or mayans or grand hotel okay people <laughs> we are sitting in the presence of a princess over here come on so stop it girl <laughs> and she's a very compassionate animal rights activist and today we're going to talk all about what it's like being an actress working on sets having to turn away certain foods and also makeup products and those challenges that you face with that also spirituality we're going to talk a little bit about why you went vegan in the first place and really just break things down for you. So thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for bringing me on and having me talk about my favorite thing, which is veganism, animal activism. I mean, when we first met, like we were just like, we care so much about this. Why doesn't anybody else care? Right, right, right. <laughs> but people do care, which is why we connected. We're like, there are individuals that care. Let's collaborate with each other and keep spreading the word because mm -hmm. it's really not that hard. Absolutely. And we met at National Animal Rights Day a few weeks ago. Right. Justina and I were both giving speeches there, and I kind of just approached her with a camera and microphone, and I was like, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> what do you have to say about this? What the hell are you doing here? And she was like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest is history, and here we are today. So I guess, why don't you just give us a little introduction about yourself? Who are you, and what are you up to these days? Well, I am Justina Adorno. Uh, I'm an actor, but I, I literally tell everybody now, like, I feel like I'm more of an animal activist than anything. Um, I'm from New York. Uh, I grew up in South Carolina, though. And there is where I, like, really established, like, what I wanted out of life, who I wanted to be, because I was in a place where I just, I couldn't grow. I didn't see people that were like me, that wanted the same things. Everybody was very just like small town minded and just didn't have the big dreams that I had. And then mm. I went to college for acting, went to a boarding art school for acting. And then I came back to New York to pursue that. And, you know, it's been great just because I've only loved two things. I've only been passionate about two things, which is acting and animals. But they kind of coincide because I'm like, oh, well. To consolidate the two, I just really care about giving voice to those that are not being heard. Mm -hmm. And like every character I've played has kind of been like the underdog and has been somewhat silenced. And I'm like, wow, I can really like do both. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been doing a lot of 
uh, activism within my industry as well. Yeah, and I totally want to get into that and break that down. But I think it's super cool that you're using that platform in mainstream media to draw attention to animal rights and veganism. I just saw an interview you did the other day uh, where you somebody was commenting on what you were wearing and you were like, yeah, well, these boots right here, this is vegan leather, baby. And they were like, oh, okay. Well, this purse right here, this is (laughs) apple leather, baby. Yeah, it's just easy. Yeah, it's a great conversation starter and it's an awesome way to weave it in and it's one of those things well if the animal agriculture industries don't want to comment on any of these things and bring this the truth to people's eyes then we will yeah and it's just easy because nowadays it's just so accessible Mm -hmm. I get excited about talking about veganism and like vegan substitutions and they're just everywhere that I'm like hey just so you know we don't have to do this we can do it this way because this is the kinder way this is the more conscious way and we just need that in the world and so on set like when I moved to LA when I did Grand Hotel that was when I really stepped into like veganism Mm -hmm. like as a full lifestyle not just like what I'm eating but what I'm wearing what I'm putting on my face like skincare makeup hair products and I went to set and I remember being a little nervous because I was like I don't want to be a diva but I was like you know what (laughs) Fuck that shit. This is not a this is not being a diva. This is where I stand morally and it's the option is there. And it's not going to be like a financial burden. It's not going to be like where do we go? It's like literally CoverGirl has a vegan line and it's at CVS and Dwayne Reed like it's just like right there in our faces. So it's like the bare minimum that right. we can do as people is to just not harm animals. Yeah. And so by you requesting that certain makeup products be cruelty free, I literally feel that that is like the least that we can do. Right. And we sh- we should not be using products that are tested on animals. It's, right. it's It's why would we want to put something like that on our faces if they need to go through rounds and rounds of tests no. on, on animals that are burning their eyeballs, that are removing their hair causing cancer you know whatever it, it, it's it's, it's scary twisted. Yeah. yeah it's it's twisted and I, I find like whenever I, I would approach that like my first day on set I'm like just you know did they tell you like I only wear vegan makeup only use vegan hair products it's an uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. because they at first are just kind of like oh shit like I have to be mindful. And a lot of people just find that daunting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You just have to do take five minutes max to just mm-hmm. Google. We're so privileged. We have these iPhones on right there. We can just do vegan makeup and it will have a list of vegan products. So but everyone's always been really kind. But in the beginning, they're kind of like, oh, shit. Like they freak out a little bit and then they have to ask me these questions like what makes it not vegan and they're like oh this is dumb why would they put this and I'm like exactly people don't realize there's actually ground up beetles and yeah. some of these Lipsticks makeups and lip- stuff yeah. yeah it makes the eyeshadow colors have sparkles in them and so yeah I think it's really cool that you're able to put your own discomfort aside yeah. and have those uncomfortable conversations in order to draw attention to this pressing issue 100% because who's really uncomfortable are those animals and like I hear from like other vegan friends are like oh yeah this other actor they felt like they couldn't stand up for their veganism and I'm like bullshit 
Let me see. Who is that person? I will talk to them because that's bullshit. You're not being rude. You're not being a diva. You're educating people and you're helping the animals, which apparently I thought that's what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And now you have the, the privilege to speak up for them. And now you're not. For me, I'm like, bullshit. Was there ever a point in your life where you didn't speak up for them? Can you recall a time where maybe you were just transitioning to veganism? And talk about that, that switch in your mindset. You didn't grow up vegan. No. So what was that process like for you? Yeah, dude, it was I had such a horrible relationship with food because like reflecting back, I'm like, wow, I had so much guilt surrounding food that I just had like developed different types of eating disorders around it because I didn't realize I was carrying so much guilt because I knew I didn't want to eat animals. And I was basically being like brainwashed by you know, my family and uh, friends and society. And it's not that they were doing something wrong because they were also brainwashed and told that this is normal. But I knew in my heart since I was a child that it was wrong. And like when I was 15, I saw like this documentary in school about what happens in the factories. And I remember being like, what am I doing? And I was the only one in the classroom like having a breakdown. And I was like, that's it, I'm vegetarian. I didn't even know what vegan was. And I found myself like going back and forth. And like uh, at lunch, I would end up getting like a turkey wrap and eating it on the stairs crying like, I'm so weak, I'm a horrible person. I hate myself, you know what I mean? And like. I'd be like, no, 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 that's it. That was the last time. And then Thanksgiving would roll around and my family's like, it's okay. It's just one day. We're going to pray. Like, And I'm like, who am I? I am disgusting. Like, I literally was hating myself for not standing behind what I cared about and what I was preaching to other people mm-hmm. of like, if you love animals, don't eat them. But then I couldn't find the strength to like stand by that. And so it took me a long time to say enough is enough. What was that final change? Because I remember I was in the same boat. And for me, it was mostly just the social pressure you're describing. Like when I was in high school, it was I had come across a livestock truck and I saw Mm. these pigs on the highway and I was in the car with my dog. And I was like, this is there's something really uncomfortable about this. And I don't want to participate in this. And so I wanted to go vegetarian as well. And then I would go out with friends to eat and the uh, negative attention would be on me. And I Mm. really hated that and I didn't know the terminology or I didn't have the knowledge to talk about these things in an educational manner and instead I would just get frustrated and you know you want to fit in you don't want people making fun of you and if anything I just wanted to have friends and go out and not have to worry about things and so that social pressure ultimately would get to me and I'd go vegetarian for six months and then eat a chicken nugget or something and feel bad about it. Right. And so it was kind that, of like a similar It thing. was similar to that. I, I didn't – I never care about fitting in. But mm-hmm. it was my own personal – like I just I just love to eat. And I didn't think that I could enjoy food mm-hmm. the way I did without being vegan because we don't have the same products that we did like six years ago, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I had that kind of conflict – um, and I don't know, there were so many moments where I thought that was going to be the moment and it wasn't. So like, I understand when people are struggling, but I'm like, if you keep going, it's like, I always bring it back to the gym because I have a problem with being consistent at the gym, but it's like consistency is key and like continuously 
educating yourself and showing the nasty truth truly helps. It's uncomfortable, but like any process of growth, there there is a huge chunk of time where it is so uncomfortable. You feel isolated. You feel like you can't hang out with friends. And like, so what? Like I, I didn't go to the, like a couple of Thanksgivings in the beginning of uh, my process where I was like, I cannot do this anymore. And I made a Thanksgiving dinner by myself. Wow. And I, I was alone and I was crying and also happy that I was like, I can do this. And my food was delicious. And I was like, you know what? I kind of don't want to be around my family right now because there's a lot of toxicity when it comes to food anyway. So I was like, I need to work on this for me. It's not like I'm going to eat alone forever. This is until I get my bearings down where when people are like, oh, vegan, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, why? You know, like there's a lot of, bullying that comes with being vegan it's insane and like I've learned to be like it's okay if you feel uncomfortable because I'm not eating dead bodies that's on you if you don't want to invite me out to dinner because you think I don't know which plants I can freaking eat then that's on you and maybe we can't be friends Mm -hmm. you know if it bothers you that much even though it should be bothering me that you have dead bodies on your plate then it's okay. Well, I'll make new friends that morally accept me or morally align with me. The reason is because they feel guilty. And For I sure. feel like we are just the mirrors that are reflecting their actions back at them and being like, these are the consequences of you eating what you're eating. Yeah. And it kind of just goes, it's interesting because it's like, imagine replacing the word vegan with being kind to animals. Right. That's all it is. And you get all these people that are, you know, like vegans suck, vegans this, vegan that, yeah. and they bully you. And it's like, imagine bullying somebody for literally just being kind to animals. What is the difference between being kind to a dog or a cat or being kind to a pig, chicken, or even a fish? And being kind to yourself. Right. Being kind to yourself. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times, like, I will be around a bunch of people who are not vegan and I don't even want to talk about it, you know, because I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. This is not the time and the place. I get it, whatever. And it becomes about that. And I'm like, (laughs) hold on, wait a minute. Uh, I'm an annoying vegan because you want to talk about veganism. You actually want to talk about it because I didn't say shit. I'm eating my beet tartare and you're passing around prosciutto, whatever. And you're like, oh, vegan. Oh, and I'm like, Shut up. Do you want to talk about this? Because we can freaking talk about this, but you're going to feel uncomfortable while you're shoving that down yeah, your mouth. and it's like, we could talk about this and I will destroy you. Right. Let's go. <laughs> okay, you know? Because the science, the facts, the ethics are all on our side. So right. let's, I, I feel like I love please. what you said. We should, like, destroy the word vegan sometimes because people love to label everything and then they love to turn that label into something destructive. And you're right, it is just being kind to animals. And it blows my mind when I find myself in like an Instagram like battle in the comments and I'm like, wait a minute, you do realize you're fighting me over the fact that I'm just trying to save animals. And if I'm that vegan who pushes people away from veganism, I'm like, I'm pushing you away from being kind to animals. Okay. Yeah. It's like, okay. (laughs) It's just, it's crazy. We literally live in a different world. Yeah. And that's okay. I tell everybody, I'm like, if you allow yourself to go through the process, you will start to see that we are in different bubbles in this world. Mm -hmm. And you 
release yourself from this sort of prison of violence. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can't see the world the same anymore. And thank God I never thought it was possible. I thought I would always crave the foods I used to grow up with, but I don't. I walk by, sorry, the hollow guys, and I'm like, disgusting. I'm like, this oh, just yeah. reeks. Mm-hmm. It reeks. And I'm just kind of like, humans are scary. Mm-hmm. We're fucking scary. We're aliens to animals. We are. It's like, imagine if aliens came down to planet Earth and they were like, you look tasty. I'm going to take you, farm you and breed you, yeah. mutilate you, confine you, and then kill you and store your body parts on the supermarket shelves and then make you into a human noodle soup. It's disgusting. I mean, it is. And it's not even like you look tasty. They're like, mm, I'm hungry. Ah, uh, you. Right. You Meanwhile, know? there's 800 million plants that you could be eating, but you have to eat meat. Right. It's like we are aliens to animals. And yeah. it's at a point where our planet can't sustain no. this animal farming. Our bodies can't sustain this animal farming. No. It's These products are killing us. They're killing the planet. They're killing animals. It's like it seems that it would be common sense. Right. To leave these products off our plates, but for some reason, people are just literally addicted and caught up in their addiction. It really is addiction. It really is addiction. And like, I, my my whole like relationship with food has changed dramatically. My relationship to my body has changed dramatically ever since I went vegan. It's the best thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Like, screw anything I've done with my career. Like, going vegan is my greatest accomplishment. And it's like, there's no agenda. Like the agenda is more positivity and I want you to feel better about yeah. yourself. Like I'm not going to wreak any benefit, you know, like I, I don't, I don't understand the resistance, but I get it. Change is scary. Any habit is really difficult to break, but it's like, I wish people would just like be kinder to vegans, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm it's annoying and I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. Well, you have all these social justice movements of people doing amazing work. But yeah. then it's like when it comes to actually walking the walk, they don't yeah. do anything. And veganism is walking the walk. It we are is. talking the talk and we are walking the walk. Right. Whereas you have all these other people that can advocate for whatever cause and just run their mouths and hear themselves talk. Mm-hmm. But when it actually comes to lifestyle changes and things that we can do at an individual level, mm-hmm. nobody's doing anything. Yeah, I, that's what I say that all the time. I'm like, okay, the world is messed up, right? There's so many things I could be standing up for and like advocating for a thousand percent. That's exhausting. The one thing I know that I know that you can do that's going to make a huge difference is going vegan. Yeah. I'm like, so do you want to help the world or do you not want to help the world? And support all other causes that you want to as well as being vegan, going vegan. It's really, it's something that three times a day with your consumer dollars you can support and you can can advocate for. Mm -hmm. So I guess why don't you walk me through the, your day of eating, your, your, your daily habits. Like when you were changing, what was that change like for Mm -hmm. you? And culturally speaking, Maybe talk a little bit about if that was difficult or challenging at times. I mean, I went, I've always been someone who loved fruits and vegetables. Like, so that wasn't hard for me. Mm -hmm. I was always like, I just loved eating. Mm -hmm. So like in the beginning, I was doing more uh, smoothies. I was more like raw in the beginning. Um, And that's where I want to go back to because I don't necessarily like, 
am, am I screaming about like all these substitutes and processed foods? You know, I think those are so important for the transitional phase to show you that like you can eat burgers, donuts, cake, ice cream, and it could be really, really delicious. But I started off being super healthy because I just wanted to be healthy. And I did more like um, a lot of tofu. I did, and I love tofu. And like, I was like, oh my God, it's all about the seasonings. Because mm -hmm. that is part of my culture. My culture, Puerto Ricans, there's this thing called sofrito, which is a bunch of herbs mixed into this paste that seasons your food. And I was like, wow, rosemary and sage are everything. Okay. Rosemary and sage, they just give that flavorful, like, what's, I don't even know. You what guys heard it is. here first, so. Yeah, don't, you're, that's my secret <laughs> recipe for everything is sage and rosemary. Okay. Dried sage and rosemary. Nice. And I would do smoothies, and I was just, like, finding all, like, these, like, Substitutions. I was just excited, like get excited yeah. about like these substitutions. And I was like, yeah, I never liked milk in the first place. And I was like, thank God for these milk substitutions. And then like you have to remember throughout your transition is that like not every brand is great. You know, like maybe this almond milk is not the best. You're right. It's not. Try something else. Right. It's kind of like dating, guys. Right. You go on a few dates. You're not really feeling the first person. Next. The second person's a stalker. Next. The third person, you kind of feel something there. But then you're like, <laughs> you know what? Let me keep Never going. And then Literally. you finally come across the right person. This right. is if you believe in monogamy, though. So let's right. say you don't. Then you got all these different options to choose from. Right. And so that's kind of like what it's like Literally. trying these different brands. But as you were saying before, I think it's so important to Stay consistent with just eating whole foods plant-based. Right. You just start there. It's like, they're like, well, how can you make this vegan? I'm like, okay, well, let's start with 80% of the meal that's fucking vegan. Yeah, what is then, vegan? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Vegan is just nothing that resembles animal products that has animal products in it. Sorry, it can resemble an animal product, <laughs> but nothing that has animal flesh, bones, veins, tendons, secretions, right. or body parts. That's the harder part. Like, so, like, it was easy for me to do whole food stuff. And then I was, when I would mindlessly just, like, grab a product, you know, that I was like, this is vegan. Totally, duh. And then I'd be eating it. And I'm like, oh, shit. This has powdered milk? Why? And, like, it just would blow my mind because I'm like, how, why? I would not even think that there would be milk in this, which is fine. People get scared about reading labels. I don't know mm -hmm. why, but it's like, especially in America, it's, it's a sad place that we live in where our ingredient list is like a fucking, yeah. you know, encyclopedia. You're like, whoa. What's but, this word? Right. But yeah. we should be reading that as well. Vegan or not, we should, we should just start to understand that what we're eating is man-made. It's not really real. So I was like, whoa. I was like, I need to start reading these ingredients. And like, why would I even want this even if it was vegan let me toss that a lot of ingredients in the u.s are banned in europe right and like if you eat a lot of this it is toxic and could kill you and disrupt your intestines and make you blind there's like could stop you from you know being fertile it's crazy i started i, I went down a rabbit hole and that's probably also why people get scared because it's a rabbit hole mm -hmm. and it's like it's okay. It's okay to learn. It's okay yeah. to be like, what the fuck is happening mm -hmm. in this country? 
But then there are other options. So it's like scary, but fucking clean out the entire fridge, clean out the entire cabinet, and just start over. It's a mindset shift where right. you start to not see animals as food anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't crave these products. I don't smell a hot dog stand yeah. in New York City and go, mm, I want that. I got goosebumps just thinking about it just because it disgusts me now. But it's a transition people don't understand. There's a point where your brain starts comprehending that is flesh. It's not food. That is blood. That is... and. Honestly, before I was vegan, I dated somebody who was super country and like they were like he was like, Oh my god, I like fresh D right here and we're gonna try it here. And I was like, Oh god, it's fresh. And I remember when I took a bite out of it, I felt the fear. I'm not joking. I felt the fear. I freaked out and they were all like staring at me, like, what the hell? And I was like, I cannot eat that. I was like, I feel I feel feel it's trauma and it's like dude we're eating trauma we're eating trauma and like how can we not think it's not affecting us right and when i started thinking like that too i was like what are we doing don't eat that like i get so sad when i see like somebody that i love eating animals i'm like you are literally hurting yourself Mm As vegans, we're empaths, right? Yeah. We feel that suffering. We see that pain. We almost internalize it as our own. Yeah. And so it really is painful when, number one, you look at what's happening to billions of animals every single year. But then as you were saying, when you look at what our beloved family and friends are putting in their bodies and then years later ending up with cancer, heart right. disease, diabetes, and all these issues that right. could have been prevented. And it's really frustrating, but also... These people have to make the connection in their own time. And it's hard to sometimes understand. It's like, why don't you care about this the same way I do? Right, right. But then I think back to, you know, six, seven years ago before I was vegan. And I'm like, I just feel that if, I guess if somebody had told me the truth, I would have been open-minded to it. But it's hard to say. Right. I didn't have anybody. I didn't have anybody, like, consistently being like, Justina, watch this. Justina. And when I did find that community on Instagram while I was, like, transitioning, I was like, thank God. And I, I was so upset that I was watching those horrible videos. But I was like, I need this. I need to be shown the truth in order to wake me up. And honestly, like, I don't, it, it bothers me and I, I'll get upset, but I'm kind of like, people need to see this. And like, I, I know I'm on mute on so many of my followers, so many of my friends and family. Like, I lose following all the time because I post that, but I honestly don't care. I like, I, I don't care because if I could help one person, that's all that matters. Like, I had someone who watched Mayans. And wrote on one of my pictures and was like, my daughter had an allergy to dairy. And I didn't even realize this stuff until I started I started watching Mayans and I, I followed you. And then you started talking about veganism and like my family's switching over to plant-based so, solely but surely. And I was like, this is like the best comment I've received yeah. in such a long time. And I was like, this is why I do it. Because if I can help one kid from suffering and one family growing and educating themselves and getting healthier, 
then it's 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 so worth it. You know what I mean? It's your purpose. It's it's your right. passion. It's why I believe that I'm here. For sure. I know it's my purpose. So 100%. Do you ever feel silenced in mainstream? Like, do you have a PR team that's like, just, you know, shut the fuck no, up? No, they love it. They love it. I'm, I'm grateful, like, throughout my career in almost everything, I've always had support. Even if people don't understand it. Even if I'm the only one that's, like, in that lane, I'm like, this is my lane. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is my lane, and everyone's going to follow me behind me, yeah. you know? Even if it's just me and three other people, we're going to be the the loudest, the most fun, the the one that everyone's going to be like, should we join that line? Because being vegan is fun, and it's beautiful, and it's, like, you feel so empowered, and you feel like you're at least – doing something that's good on this world in this planet even if you're failing in other areas you know what yeah. I mean like you're like at least I'm doing this yeah you know and everyone I've had so much support like in Mayans like we our our showrunner Elgin James he is vegan and his wife is vegan she I think she has like a shoe line that's vegan and we would have a completely separate food line that was just catered to vegan food and it wasn't just like one thing it would be a list of options and even when I worked on Grand Hotel there was a a chef who specialized in veganism and he would be like what do you want I got you and like I've always been like received so well sometimes like I said with hair makeup they're like uh uh because they're just kind of freaking out they're like oh shit I have to like get it together but it's been so great I like I said like well, like you said, like, I feel like I'm actually living my purpose. I'm like, wow, I'm an actor so that I can also tell the stories of these animals. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out a way to continue to grow in that arena because I want both. I want to be telling stories and making movies or a show yeah. about veganism. Like, that's my greatest dream because it's something that we live every day. Everyday animals are suffering. Mm-hmm. And... And of course, so many other communities are suffering. You know, I'm a woman and I'm a woman of color. You know, there's so many stories that need to be told, but no one's really telling the stories of animals and the people that are suffering because the animals are suffering. You know what I mean? Because it's it's my people that are suffering. I go to the grocery stores uh, in the Bronx and I'm like, dude, the fruits and vegetables are rotting. Yeah. The only option my community has are these things that are in the freezer, like frozen chicken wings and frozen bullshit and chips and all this processed shit. It's despicable. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, of course, I'm not mad at you. I'm not judging you. I was once there. And I hate that sometimes it feels like the accessibility to healthy foods is almost impossible. And it can feel like it's financially uh, like a burden but it's it's not but what needs to happen is like our government needs to mm-hmm. stop like subsidizing yes the meat and dairy industries yes and yeah. like and like even just with like the fruits and vegetables like it's not we don't have the access to good fruits and vegetables right well who is suffering long-term health consequences from these foods it's people of color 100%. where are slaughterhouses they are not they on park there. avenue exactly and they- it, it's so sad and i'm like I, I like i try to tell my family i'm like you are 
they're, they want you to stay this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to show you that the reason why you're sick, the reason why your brain can't comprehend this concept is because of what you're literally eating. Animal agriculture not only exploits animals and the environment, but it exploits human beings. It is a human <gasps> rights issue. Yeah. So much the same level as it is an animal rights yeah. issue. I went to um, uh, a vigil. I think it was supposed to be for chickens, but they the trucks didn't show up that day. And I remember asking one of the the guys. I was like in the fence. I was like, yeah. uh, "Cuando la?" And I'm like trying to figure out how to like communicate to them. And they were like, "They're not coming." And I remember walking by and I saw all these Latinos working there. And I was just looking at them and they were staring at me like you know, like this person trying to start trouble. And I started crying because I was just like, I hate that you are working in this environment where you are just around violence all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're in taking it visually, you're you're smelling it, you're being highly affected. And like, how can that not affect you when you go back home? Mm-hmm. You're You're exhausted, you're being, you know, polluted with this just garbage and like i'm like this is the cycle and i remember walking away like i'm like i'm not mad at these guys i hate that this is the line of work that is available that is easy that obviously like you know like back then you know like you would be on a farm and you'd do all this stuff but not to the extent that what's happening now you know what i mean like this is like car after car after car after hanging after hanging after hanging after slicing and They've, impregnating like it's 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 just disgusting and i and i feel bad for the people involved and it's just it's just crazy yeah i mean slaughterhouse workers have some of the highest rates of ptsd suicides substance abuse i mean you have to have a heart and feel bad for them they're literally killing all day long like right. nobody grows up and is like i want to be a slaughterhouse worker they're in yeah. desperate need and they're in desperate situations where that's where they end up working and right. a lot of people that work in slaughterhouses are illegal immigrants mm-hmm. are people of color yeah are people that are suffering as well and uh there's a case actually right now that i'm working on a documentary with my job where we're we're telling a story of how prisoners were forced to work inside of a chicken slaughterhouse and we're going to be interviewing some of these people and and they're going to share their experience and there's all these lawsuits going on where they're going to talk about how it's actually human slavery yeah and so it's like if you don't go vegan for the animals at least go vegan for the people that are doing the dirty work for you for you that's the part and it's like when people are always like okay justina i'm just curious i'm just curious if like if the if the cow lived a happy life and then you know it was getting old and then we killed it would you eat it and i'm like no no, because bitch. <laughs> I'm going to form a relationship with that cow and I'm going to want it to die when it was meant to die. Like, there's no humane way of killing anything. Oh, they're, they're screaming and fighting for their lives. I mean, yeah. there, there's quotes from slaughterhouse workers that these people are saying that the pigs would come up to them and try to lick them oh, and kiss them no. right before they had to, like, beat them over the head with... No with weapons you know so So it's yeah and you can only imagine what kind of nightmares that these people have and the demons that they got to be fighting i mean when you smell blood like that violence all day long it's chemically like it makes you 
change and makes you violent. And I've had conversations with slaughterhouse workers and there are programs out there that will help them find other jobs that are higher paying. That's amazing. Peace Over Violence is a great organization um, that my friend Maureen founded. And so, yeah, we do look for other opportunities. But unfortunately, it's like to get them out of this system and this vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, it is really, really upsetting, but you're doing amazing work by creating number one, a demand in the industry and getting this information mainstream and out to the public. I think through TV, through entertainment, we need to start portraying veganism as the love and the light that it is, yeah. not the annoying, uh, privileged, right. uh, image that it's, a lot of television tries to show veganism yeah, as. Yeah, it's deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. And it's so hard to say that all when someone's asking you like oh you know like it's it's hard to get that deep you know so I get how that deeper message can be missed Mm -hmm. but it's like how long do you have (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's so important it's so important I'm glad that we talked about the workers because no one does Mm -hmm. and does yeah and nobody wants to talk about the animals either but yet they eat these products Every day, three times a day. I know. So what are some of like the main challenges of being vegan? Is it dealing with friends and family? Is it the work aspect of it? How do you then overcome that? Being vegan is no longer difficult for me anymore. Like I remember my boyfriend was like, oh, so it's going to be all like he sent me some sort of comment. I was like, boy, <laughs> of course, I'm vegan for life i will get a tattoo on my face that says vegan for life just because like it's so serious animal liberation yes on my arm. that's i need to and i'm vegan on my ear yes that's gonna be my next tattoo something to do with like veganism yeah. um is the boy vegan he's not we're gonna get into this and dating because this is a whole topic so it's difficult that's the hardest part about being vegan is being surrounded by everyone you love and seeing them trying to do an effort, but only when you're around and it not sticking. So it can be the hardest part about being vegan is having the perseverance to continue to not lose, you know, your stamina for spreading the word and like being gentle with people, understanding that it's a journey because like like we talked about, it was a journey for us. And that that's the hardest part. Like eating vegan is very easy, even if it's. I go to a place and it's only french fries or side salad. I don't care, you know. Uh, I can always find a product like makeup. Thank God, you yeah. know. Like that that's easy. The, the hardest part about being vegan is like not letting the wear and tear get to you because sometimes you want to fight back hard and like can come out nasty. I know I can come out nasty sometimes when I find somebody like really shitting on me for it. And, like, making fun of it, especially like with my boyfriend. Like, if I find his friends kind of like, oh, and I'm like, don't you dare try to make him feel bad for hearing me out, for doing the right thing. Because he doesn't need to eat this. And he fucking likes eating non-vegan sometimes. Like, he's still transitioning. His, eating vegan. Yeah, eating vegan. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, his palate hasn't fully transferred over because he hasn't taken that leap. And with you... Being a bully in his ear, I know they're not trying to be a bully, but I'm like, you are. 
you're making fun of him for saving animals. There's this whole me is manly thing, and obviously people you, like to stick to their culture. Like, well, my culture. I'm like my culture too. They're just trying to protect themselves and defend the way of life that they've been raised in and right. that they've always known. But I, I have a perfect example of just the other day. I went to dinner for my friend uh, at a Nixie, this new vegan restaurant, and Ooh. it was for her birthday, and it was her entire family there, and her and I were the only two vegans. And mm-hmm. I am an activist. I always speak up. I am aggressive, but also educational. <laughs> she, on the other hand, is not an activist mm-hmm. and is just kind of go with the flow, always finds herself in situations with non-vegans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I actually don't sit down at a table where there's animal products, and that's like a whole other Good for you. thing. It's, it's hard, and I think that there's two ways of going about that I don't necessarily know if that's the right thing to do but it's just I I get really upset and it it makes me sick smelling it but my so my we go out to dinner and I uh, was walking into the restaurant and there was a pizza place next door like a 99 cent pizza place Mm -hmm. next to this like fancy vegan restaurant and inside I see my friend's brother and her boyfriend and I'm like what the hell are you guys doing in here like one night it's one night I'm like we're going to dinner next door they're like do you want some do you want some of our pizza take a bite and I'm like no idiot I don't want any of your breast milk smeared bread yeah it's like weirdo titty milk that's what he said I told him and he shut right up but it's like I don't take that shit like you're trying to egg me on and like by me bringing up just how weird it is that you're actually eating that like you're gonna have a 99 cent slice of pizza over like a freaking $200 amazing Mediterranean meal that doesn't cause suffering it's just like how odd are you yeah it you know? did, it's sad and that and i and i get that's why when people are like oh vegans think they're better than us and it's like it's not that we think that we're better it's just that like it's just an i kind of do think, it's yeah. an evolved mindset i'm like yeah. i've just evolved and yeah. humanity is to evolve and clearly you have not clearly evolved. i am better than you <laughs> I mean, anybody who's doing, who's saving animals or saving any living being is a better person. Dude, I'm sorry, but veganism is the opposite of privilege. I'm literally saying that my taste buds are are not more important than an animal's life. I am saying that we are equal, that we all have the right to be here, that we all deserve to share this planet, that we're all earthlings. What about that is privileged? Right. Like, if anything, I'm sacrificing my own sanity. Right, right, right. <laughs> Dealing like, with you guys. It's not fun being vegan around other non-vegans. Like, I kudos no. to you for not sitting in tables when that, – that, that's hard. No, you know what it was is I just started – I after going to the slaughterhouses, mm-hmm. I found myself – really having PTSD from like being inside some of these places doing rescues smelling like the feces the blood hearing the screams I'm like Mm. when I would sit down at a table and see like a chicken or like a a slab of flesh like it just like would bring me back to being inside of these facilities and I would like start to get really uncomfortable that I wouldn't even be able to focus on the dinner. And as you were saying, the whole conversation would become about me, where I get my iron, where I get my protein. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to not do this and I need to take a step back, which sucks sometimes because I'm not invited to places sometimes anymore. But And it's like, well, if I was able to actually control myself, I could be there (laughs) and actually educate people and be positive and whatnot. Maybe I'm starting to get to the point where I can do that again. I just... I just am not really in those circles or situations. Like, if anything, 
I tell my friends, like, mm-hmm. the leader that I freaking am. Hell yeah. I'm like, ladies, we are going to the top vegan spots in the city. And they right. love it. It's you, fun. You set your freaking boundaries. Like, yeah. with your boyfriend. Yeah. I'm sure you set your boundaries. You're like, you, I, don't, I don't want you talking down to me. Yeah. I don't want, you know, you probably don't want, like, to kiss him after he. No, yeah, definitely stinky breath. I'm like, oh, titty milk. You know, Ooh. like, I'll like, and he's French, too. So it's, it, for him, he's like. He's, like, in such conflict because he hears what I have to say. And, like, sometimes he'll even be like, look, babe, because he started following some vegan activist accounts, you know. And he'll be like, look what's happening. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I get so excited. And then I, like, start talking and preaching about it. And he's like, okay, 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 okay. Because then he gets overwhelmed because he's not there yet. He needs to hear from somebody else other than you. And that's what it was for my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. The first year of dating, we, he was not vegan. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been together? It's going to be two years. Two years. Okay. So I've been with mine for three. And the first year, I, you know, would kind of throw the information out there. I set that boundary. I was like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to be around it. Right, right, And right. I would appreciate if you came with me to sanctuaries or yeah. vigils. And he was really open-minded. Same. So that that's important. He's come to me. He's come with me to um, I think it was Gentle Barn in Great. LA. Yes, and he loves it. He and he loves animals. And he and I'm just like I try not to be so hard on him because I know if I was not in any place of thinking about being vegan and someone yeah. was like on me for for wanting to jump on board, it would have probably been hard or maybe not. I have no idea, but I know how hard it was for me that I've. This year, I've been trying to be more understanding. And, like, he does a great job with, like, everyone in my family. Like, they will, my immediate family, they will eat vegan with me. And they love it so much. You know, like, what they do when I'm not around is their journey. Yeah. Um, I just try to do my best with, like, supporting them and knowing, like, hey, well, if they're asking me a question about it, I like, I'm really quick to, like, giving them a substitute or... Right. A recommendation. Because the thing the thing is, it's like, what do we want to do? Isolate ourselves from 99% of the world? Like, it comes to a point where we do live in a non-vegan world and we have to figure out how to exist in that. And I think setting those boundaries, you know, doing everything you can, whether it's taking them to a sanctuary, having them watch the documentaries. Like, I think if your boyfriend heard it from a guy, he needs to watch Game Changers. Start with that. And I think that'll really get him at least interested because sometimes the health aspect of things and the way that they talk about some of these studies with, like, erectile dysfunction and game Right, changers. people need to hear the health part. Yeah, because sure. my boyfriend at first was looking at me. He's like, you're a skinny white blonde girl yeah. who thinks that this diet is going to work for me the way it works for you. Because the way that <laughs> I eat is different than the way that he eats. He's okay, like, he yeah. wants to make sure he's getting his protein. I'm like, I could That's care great. less about that. I get way more than enough protein on a vegan diet. Way more than I probably should, but I don't track it or anything. I don't track anything either. I've I've released myself from the burden of, like, Mm. needing to keep count of this, this, that. I want to eat freely and not, like, bombard myself with this pressure. If I'm starting to feel any type of way, then I I listen to myself. And, uh, by the way, protein ages you long-term, yeah, ding dongs. Oh yeah, look at what it's doing in your kidneys. Right. My friend the other day, she goes, "Ugh, she's like my cousin is like this weird bodybuilder dude. He gets like way more protein than he needs to, and he has kidney stones Ugh, all, all the, time. the time." And I'm like, 
hello, why is he not – that's very painful. Yeah. Why is he not looking into that and just changing his diet a it little bit? It just shows you, like, our world is so fixated on, like, our appearances mm. as opposed to what's inside. We care so much about what's outside, 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 outside that we're destroying what's inside. And that's, like, our hearts, too, like, being a good person or not our health, like, our, the way we think. Like, we do not care about the insides. Dude, but you're going to look so much better when you go vegan. Like, exactly. I look back at some pictures, my skin from the dairy, the bloat that I had. I'm like, yeah. I've only felt better, looked better, had better digestion. Mm-hmm. My mind is clearer. Like, I have way more energy. I'm, like, bouncing off the walls half the time. Literally, like, the mind down. is everything. Like, I... When I was started to go vegan, I literally started to feel more spiritually aligned with myself and just started to feel mm-hmm. like I can do almost anything. And that's when my career started taking off, honestly, was whenever I decided to to go vegan. And everything just started going just lining up and like clean vegan too. Like it's mm-hmm. like once our bodies can like stop fighting to process all of this bullshit, our brains can relax too and things just start cleansing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From your speech, I noticed that you were talking about source and energy and law of attraction a little bit. I kind of got a sense that we're on the same page yeah. with a lot of that stuff. But I really do believe that veganism is a spiritual awakening. It is. And it's like a higher vibration. Like you're vibrating at uh, at, an ener- at an energy level that's more connected to source and light and do you want to maybe explain a little bit what that means and maybe like what manifestation is in law of attraction and how that's related to veganism yeah i mean it's kind of hard to explain right it's hard to explain it's more of a feeling and it's like when you can look past yourself Mm -hmm. and like trust process and learn to live with less and learn to live for others before yourself and want to live with more peace. Mm. Like it, it just all like makes sense to like it going back to source, peace, only what you need, selflessness. Um, and you can look at an animal and feel connected. I mean, I'm so grateful that like, I can look at an animal and like feel so much mm-hmm. people who don't. I had someone say dogs have souls. And I was like, oh, I cannot be your friend. I can't be your friend. If you don't mm-hmm. believe that a dog has a soul, mm-hmm. if you don't believe animals have souls, I'm like, they are the most pure entities on this planet. You can communicate with them without having the same language Mm -hmm. that is powerful and i'm so grateful ever since i was very young i could communicate with animals i really believe that about myself and sometimes more than with people a thousand percent fuck people just kidding animals over people (laughs) for sure all the time unless you're an animal person and like Mm -hmm. truly an animal person yeah and, yeah. and don't get me wrong, though. Veganism is not just about loving animals. Like you no. can, you don't even have to love animals to go vegan. It's loving life. Yeah, it's like appreciating life for life's sake. Animals, they're not going to give me anything. There's mm-hmm. nothing I can gain from a pig, right? Yeah. 
they're not going to help me in my career. They're not going to be my love partner. You know, like, there's the, <laughs> I, I would hope I not. Hope not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I appreciate them and I want them to just yeah. live. Like, that is, like, the purest love ever, right? Mm-hmm. Just, like, I love, your, I love you for you, your existence, and I don't want to harm or interfere with that. And that is just source, right? That is yeah. just life. That is just love. That is what life is about is, like, you are here. I appreciate you. I want you to live. And that's how we should be with everyone, no matter what they look like, no matter what their language mm-hmm. is, no matter who they love, what their family looks like. Like, it's just like you exist as long as there's peace, love, and mutual respect. There should be no war. There should be no chaos. There should be no violence. And I truly believe if we stop hurting these animals, then peace will come, you know? And, like, yeah, my when I went vegan, like I said, like, my brain started getting clearer. And so, like, everything that I wanted just started to come into fruition because I was also living life that I was meant to live, which was to not eat animals, to not like cloud my brain and my body. And it just made everything so simple, Mm -hmm. so much easier. And now I'm on the journey of like, okay, now I need to go back to eating clean, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's the next step. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very big on like, evolution within your your lifespan here on earth because that is the only way we are going to see a better world is if we evolve in the way that is meant to benefit the greater good right there's not just right now for me like no there's always room for improvement and i think that self-growth is just always being able to look inward and be like what can i do better what can i do better next time what can i do better you know in this moment and Mm -hmm. uh veganism is definitely a step in that direction it's being mindful of your purchases and being mindful of how your actions affect others and of course there's ways that you can improve diet wise exercise wise spiritually wise you can volunteer more Mm -hmm. but i think the worst thing that we can do is just be closed-minded and defensive and shut ourselves off and maybe that is a step in making change like i think that there's three stages of truth is Mm -hmm. the quote where it's that first it is ridiculed Second, it is uh, violently oppressed. And then third, is it is, it is accepted. And you see that in times mm-hmm. of social change and social justice movements from civil yeah. rights to LGBTQ yeah. uh, to women's rights to all other social justice issues that we've made major strides in and also animal rights. You right. see people ridiculing us. You see yeah. them humiliating us. That You see it being violently oppressed. You know, mm-hmm. activists are beaten, thrown in jail, killed. Look at what's happening to activists exposing animal agriculture in Brazil. They're being shot it's all crazy. over the place, not just Brazil. But uh, yeah, it is really, really, uh, it's sad. And, and uh, I really do hope that people wake up so that we have a future for our children and our children's children. So I guess as we begin to wrap things up, what do you see the future of Uh, veganism and this movement it's interesting because you were bringing up all these other movements and it made me realize that like some battles are just ongoing and that's okay because it's there's still progress with within that um veganism is not going away just like 
the the yearning for peace is not going away um and veganism is a part of that is a part of that you know that step in that direction and we're taking over baby Mm -hmm. uh but i really do believe that i mean like we're so powerful and we keep getting silenced because all these industries they're like okay we either beat them or join them it's getting really difficult to beat them so they're starting to join us um and i just wish that more people would just give it a chance i i I see the future being much more vegan i i hope that the future is much more plant-based like very like on a on a more whole food diet lifestyle and i i really hope the future goes back to educating each other and how to grow food it's so sad that like Mm -hmm. we don't know how to do that i don't know how to do that and i i'm i don't want to be negative but sometimes i am scared for the future because we are losing the quite literal root of everything so i just like want to tell everyone like if you care about humanity if you care about your children's future your children's children's future like this is important because fruits and vegetables seeded things planting things that is the way and source of life Mm -hmm. not making animals in a lab not impregnating by hand all these animals in factories that is going to keep us in the death sentence that we're walking towards right now like we need to project our future into being back to where we started from which is fruits and vegetables people didn't slaughter animals back then like it was like the way that we do now it was as like heaven sent if they you know killed an animal you know what I mean right and it was for survival at the end of the day absolute survival we do not need them to survive well you are spreading that message and waking people up and I'm so grateful to have met you to start this friendship to advocate for the animals and and continue going because we do have a long way to go unfortunately we've got a long way to go and thank you for everything that you do because you make it so fun you bring so much energy you know you know you i I want to cry half the time but (laughs) i know and and it's and it's hard and people you, you deserve so much credit because it is not easy to fight for some something that people are turning their backs towards but like that 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 means you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? You're, you're standing up for something that truly matters that people are afraid of. So thank you for everything that you do. Absolutely. Well, thank you. And um, I really hope to have you on again soon because I feel like there's so many topics I still oh, want yeah, to talk about. Oh, yeah, we can talk about, about this all day, <laughs> all every day. day. <laughs> Seriously, because there's so much, to, yeah. so much to cover. So where is the best place for people to find you? I'm mainly on Instagram. My Instagram handle is justina.justina. I get on Twitter to talk about, to live tweet with whatever project that I'm involved in or like I'll find like some sort of vegan thing and retweet it. But mainly Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Beautiful. And guys, I'm at It's Jamie's Corner and my personal account is It's Jamie Logan. Reach out to us. We're happy to answer any questions. And thank you so much for listening and thank you for coming on. Amazing. All right. Bye, guys.